Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I'm the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee. We are two best friends making our way through the history of kaiju movies. We started in 1933 with King Kong and we are now in 1998 with Kra the Sea Monster. Don't you mean we're still in 1998? I feel like we've been still, in 1998 forever. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more uh, than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is our eighth and last 1998 movie. It was a big year for this kind of thing. It was a big year for uh, it. Wow. Craw! Exclamation point. The Sea Monster. From... <laughs> Full Moon Pictures, Full Moon Productions, whatever, under their Monster Island imprint. These are the same people that made Zarkor the Invader. Zarkor also had more letters in it than it needed. And I think and it also an had an exclamation point. point. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, it was directed by Aaron Osborne and Dave Parker, but Dave only directed the Planet Patrol and Lord Doom segments. Well, I would not cast, uh, brag about that. <laughs> yeah, this is mo- basically two different movies. Oh together. God! Similar it's, to Zarkor. Yeah, it is. It is same vibes. <sighs> same vibes. Yeah, our uh, cast. Our cast is. Michael Gurin as Lord Doom, Jerry Lentz as the voice of Lord Doom, John Simonton as Chamberlain, R. L. McMurray as Bobby Machick, Teal Markandy as Alma James, Robert Garcia as Captain Rurik, Robert J. Ferrelli as Monroe, Jeff Rector as team leader, Jeffrey Meyer as team member, Leon W. Grant as Wheeler, David Wall as Landerson, Deborah Hatch as scientist, Stephen Martinez as Captain Rurik. Is he listed here twice? There's two Captain. I don't know why there's two guys listed here. Hmm. I don't know what that's about. They're both listed as Captain Rurik. That makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> Candida Tolentino as Lieutenant Abel, Allison Lohman as Curtis, Anthony Furlong as Garth, John Paul Fiedel as Craw, J.W. Para as Mogyar, and Mark Costello as Nuclear Power Plant Supervisor Uncredited. Well, I'm just going to start off by saying some 
I'm going to give you some positives because I don't have many and it's a much shorter list. Uh The Uh best things, actors, scenes, whatever about this movie are Craw and what is it? Mogier? Mogiar? Uh They were the best actors and things, which is not saying a lot, especially because, you know, Craw doesn't really say (laughs) anything. He's just a monster. Um, he looks incredible. Like, Craw looks so good. I love this design. I love this suit. I love so much about Craw himself. Like, the design of him, the looks of him. I am so sad that it is wasted on this piece right. of shit movie with really horrible acting, bad costumes, bad wigs, bad sets. This gave me very much like um, Power Ranger vibes, uh-huh. but without the nostalgia. So I hated it. <laughs> uh, I think Craw, I agree mostly with about Craw, but I don't think his eyes blinked at all. I think if his eyes had done something, it would have been. But he's also he's part um, he's part right. aquatic, so I feel like that kind of made sense because he's yeah. like kind of fishy a little bit so I, I his eyes didn't really bother me because like fish don't blink either you know what i mean do they i maybe think they, they do might have a membrane i'm not sure i'm not sure if they have a <laughs> hmm. nictating membrane or not but Ew. uh sure why not there this movie kind of sort of has a sequel but not exactly you've got to be kidding me there's a movie from 1999 called planet patrol which I started oh, watching no. this afternoon when I discovered when I discovered that fact, but it's not exactly a sequel in that it starts off with the same opening Planet Patrol scene of Curtis what? coming onto the ship and being introduced to the rest of the crew. They just Whoa. reuse the same scene, so it doesn't really acknowledge the existence of the other film and events. Weird. They're just reusing the characters and uh, and outfits in a different story. And Lord Doom is also in that movie. And I think Craw is in it, but I didn't get that far into it. Uh, it also reuses some footage from a much older Full Moon movie called uh, Dr. Mordred, which was a Dr. Strange ripoff. Huh. Although I think some somebody involved in it claims it's not, but it's my understanding that they were actually intending to make a Doctor Strange movie and then either lost the rights or couldn't get the rights. <laughs> so they just changed his name and went, made it any, anyway. But there's a dinosaurs in a museum fight that they just reused. I think Full Moon's done that in other movies, just reuse some footage. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Gotta get your money's worth. For, there's not really a summary or an, even an entry on Wikipedia, so I found one on the Destroya Wiki. Okay. Because the Destroya Wiki, the, the Destroya Wiki thinks that a movie called Craw: Revenge of Lord Doom is coming out next year, and that there is oh, something no. called Destroya versus Craw coming out. But I could not find any reference to that movie anywhere else on the internet, so I don't think it's a true thing. But anyway, they had a summary, so I'm going to use it. So thanks, whoever the Destroyer Wiki is. (laughs) I mean, it's part of this fandom website that anybody can just sort of create a wiki for. So, Mm. The evil Lord Doom dispatches a giant monster mercenary. So I guess he was getting paid to do this. 
Kra to conquer the Earth, a station belonging to the Planet Patrol, an intergalactic peacekeeping organization, detects his arrival. Curtis, a new recruit, uses her psychic abilities to pinpoint Doom's location, the dying planet Proyas. So the Planet Patrol is four young people. Very young people. It's like they're like 12 years old. Like they're they're like Paw Patrol. They should have been. Yeah. Paw Patrol. They are babies, which is fine. Okay. Yeah, they couldn't. It's fine. But but it seemed like they could have got someone who was at least 30 to be the commander. Or they could have gotten someone who acts like. Well, that too. Yeah. All of them there. It's so bad. It's so bad. They thought as long as we have these four kids in spandex, let's get two movies out of them. (laughs) So they are in these really bad sort of Star Trek wannabe uniforms. And the exterior of their ship looks it's spherical and it looks I mean, it's. It, to me, it looks large, but there's nothing next to it to compare it to. So it's really kind of hard to say. But it just mm-hmm. sort of looks like a planet. But the mm-hmm. interior is just this one tiny little closet room with a bunch of equipment crammed into it and some swivel chairs. And uh, it's just, it's not good. Not it's good not at all. good. It's so bad. I wish that the kids would have been in... I wish the kids and the adults who are... Well, get to it because it's just as fucking bad i wish they would have switched like i wish the kids were like on earth like running around like ah, ah helping <laughs> the other you know alien uh, dude the alien police guy right and that the adults were right. in the stupid spaceship doing stupid life-saving yeah. things oh and <laughs> lord doom is some kind of a you know a creepy dude in a robe with a mask and he's got a, a little person as his Chamberlain who wears his blue makeup and a robe. And they appear to be the only people on their cold, icy planet, which is why they uh, need to invade other people to get some warmth or something. But they, yeah, there's no one other than the two of them that we see from that planet. Okay, so Doom targets the station with a pulse cannon, leaving it in critical condition. This ship takes just one shot and is immediately crippled. (laughs) In their place, they dispatch the only agent in the area, the tiny alien Mogyar. Good God. He crashes through the roof of a (laughs) restaurant in New Jersey, where he meets a waitress, Alma, and a well-learned biker, Bobby. Oh God! This biker. They okay, had to almost these, these apartment. Two, hold on, we we got to talk about these two because. Okay. First of all, sure. This guy, he looks like he's like gonna be a biker for Halloween. Like he's not a real biker. It's like he's a dude <laughs> dressed as a biker with like a horrible wig. Uh-huh. The wig, the wig looks like it should be like on an, a woman in the eighties. Like the bangs, just the mm-hmm. style of it, the the part, it, it's just so bad. And then the woman is right. just like so, it just it's she's just always screaming and pissed off. It's like she's overdoing it. I feel like the kids, no yeah. acting at all, underdoing it. The adults, <laughs> way overdoing it, like way overdoing it, so bad. <laughs> It's just so bad, the acting in this movie. I cannot stress it enough. Right. I'm just like, wow. And the, his wig, I could not. It was just driving me fucking crazy. 
<laughs> we find out later why it's a wig, though. <laughs> so Bobby is supposed to be sort of ironic in that, oh, I'm a biker, but I know all kinds of stuff. I have an interesting background, and I know a little bit about everything. Mm-hmm. Annoying. So they they head to Alma's apartment where Mogyar rapidly learns English and explains that he was trying to land in Naples, Italy, where a research project at the Atomic Fission Research Institute contains the key to a weapon which will allow him to destroy Kra. And I guess because of this, he speaks in an Italian accent. Uh. So I think the idea was that he had already learned Italian with the intention of going to Naples but then crashed in wherever the hell they are, Jersey or someplace. Uh, yeah, Jersey. And had to quickly learn English by just flipping through a book. Mm-hmm. Which is not going to tell you how any of the words sound. <laughs> right? Unless you're an alien and you just know things. Yeah. So he speaks with this, with this so-called Italian accent throughout the remainder of the, the movie. A black ops team bursts in to arrest the humans and cage Mogyar, taking them all to a black site. But I think before that, though, I think Bobby shaves. Is that when he shaves? Bobby shaves not just his beard, but cuts off all of his hair to disguise himself, I guess. It's a little later. Cross zeroes in on Mogyar's location after Doom alerts him to the alien's presence, causing much urban destruction along the way. Mogar ex- escapes containment as the military prepares to evacuate the site and helps Alma and Bobby escape through the vents. Yeah, that's when he, after they escape is when he shaves. Yeah. The planet patrol buys them time by remotely driving Mogar's mothership into Kraw, knocking him over. So all the planet patrol stuff is not really connected to the stuff that's going on on Earth. And there's not a whole lot of connection between Kraw's rampage and what the other people are doing. There's really no connections anywhere at all, ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's one scene where Alma's in the foreground and sees Craw wrecking stuff in the background. But apart from that, they're not interacting with him at all. Uh, let's see. After leaving the Institute in Naples was... After learning, sorry, the Institute in Naples was destroyed in a mysterious explosion, Mogyar decides to build the weapon from scratch. With an estimated $20 million price tag on the parts, they impersonate Bridger, the leader of the Black Ops team, to enlist the employees and equipment of the Harvest Point nuclear facility. Bridger quickly learns of their plans and sends his team in. And Bobby seems to have some idea of how to do all of this. Uh, The weapon, a laser cannon, (laughs) malfunctions as, as Craw approaches. Bridger captures Bobby while Mogyar knocks out the agent sent to capture him. Curtis uses her powers to hold off Craw while Alma gets the drop on Bridger, allowing Bobby to repair the cannon, which, of course, he knows how to do. I think basically it became unplugged, though, so there's not that much he has to do. He just has to kind of plug it back in. Mm -hmm. As it fires, Lieutenant Abel uses the last of the Planet Patrol Station's auxiliary power to refract the beam, recharging the station. It turns the main weapon on Craw. It turns, I'm sorry, it turns its main weapon on Craw, killing him. The planet patrol travels to Proyas and arrests Lord's, Lord Doom after a brief scuffle. <laughs> Not even a fight, really, just a scuffle. Although his minion Chamberlain quickly produces a key to the cell. 
which would set up a sequel. But as I said, the sequel isn't really a sequel. It's just sort of reusing the Planet Patrol. That movie, if you care, is also on Tubi and probably on all the other things as well. Does Craw uh, have Craw is on a, Tubi. Does Craw have like a cult following? I am not sure. The fact that like nobody he's... has written a page for it yeah. on Wikipedia yeah, right. <laughs> makes me feel like it doesn't. Yeah, Craw is on Tubi, Sling, Crackle, Amazon Prime, Freebie, Fubo TV, and uh, Philo. <laughs> he just looks so good. I feel like it's such a waste. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a good costume wasted on a bad, bad movie. The acting is so uh, I was bad. looking up one of these people who uh, I think the girl has actually been in some other some Curtis? real movies. But I'm not sure or how Alma. big. Yeah. I'm not sure how. Uh, Curtis. She's the only one I looked up. I didn't, I didn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Alma's been in some things. I think if anyone else wasn't anything else, it would be Alma. But who knows? Just because she was the only one who was really acting. Or at mm. least trying. Ugh. Gosh, oh, she was... was on some Nickelodeon thing. Oh, okay. She was on nice. Keenan and Kel. Okay. And uh, probably a couple of other things. Let's see. Let me find what's her name here. Allison Lohman. She, oh, she was in White Oleander. She was in... Uh, Yes, okay. She was in Drag Me to Hell, and I believe she was oh, okay. the lead role in that. Oh, shit. Okay, we'll go her. So, her, yeah, her highest grossing film was Drag Me to Hell, and she got nominations for things in that. Good. Uh, oh, Craw she... was her first thing. Uh, yeah, that Craw makes Planet sense. Patrol, so that's, that's, that's fair. She, Officer Down, which is a pun, apparently, because it's D-O-W-N-E, like that's maybe the officer's name, was her most recent thing from 2016. She played Sister Blister in Officer Down. So there you go. Um, man. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a full moon production. Folks, if you've ever seen a full moon picture, you know exactly what this is. You know what you're getting into should you decide to uh, watch this movie. I want to say like, rate it? oh man, I... oh man, I guess a one. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I'm gonna give yeah. it a two yeah. only for the simple fact that okay. Crawl was so badass. Okay, yeah, I'm still giving it a one. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all, but Crawl, I just love the design so much. I love, he looks so good. Every time he's on the screen, I was just like, badass. Every angle they show him, he's so cool. I love it, and I'm just so sad that this movie was garbage. <laughs> well, if this Revenge of Lord Doom movie is real, supposedly Craw and Zarkor are both in it, but hmm. I'll believe it when I see it. We'll keep our eyes open. We'll let you know, folks, if we hear anything about it. Or it just could just be some fanboy's fever dream. <laughs> <sighs> so there you go, folks. That was Craw exclamation point the sea monster. Next Yikes week we bike. will be finally leaving 1998. No wait to watch 1999's 
What? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gamera 3. <laughs> Gamera 3 Revenge of Iris. Yeah. Is uh, 1998, which will sort of wrap up our second season. We're going to sneak in one last movie that we kind of passed by by accident. We're going to do the uh, remake of Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. I'm excited for that. 92 or 93 somehow it fell off our list and we missed it but we need to do it that's on uh youtube gamma 3 i think is on prime and it's probably yeah, also probably. on pluto because of their godzilla their godzilla channel that they have and possibly a couple other places but you should be able to stream it free somewhere i feel and like we the deserve that gamma a gamma series. film yeah i think after the last two movies we've watched, I think we really need that camera film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our third, what we're going to call our third season, will begin with Godzilla 2000 because that is really entering a new era of uh, Godzilla and of Kaiju. The Millennium Era, they call it. So there you go, folks. Uh, please, if you enjoy our little chats here, rate and review us on all the things wherever you listen to this follow us on all our socials that you can find links to at mmftg.com send us a message tell us if you liked craw or hated craw or if you watched planet patrol i'm gonna finish watching it and i'll talk about it a little bit next week i think um and consider following us on Patreon. Patreon. Consider becoming a patron. Patreon.com slash MMFTG. And if you become a patron, you can request a movie for us to talk about. Whatever your favorite or least favorite movie is. Whatever you want to And it doesn't have to be to. it doesn't have to be kaiju. It could be anything. No, no, no. Because because if it's kaiju, we'll get to it eventually. But uh, you can right. ask any kind of movie. We do reserve the right to say no. And as we've said, we will never do Twilight unless we get 100 patrons. Then we will do Twilight. God help us. So until next week, I have been Precious D. And I have been Honey Bee. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And please, don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. Yeah. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Fun Time Go!